Chapter Three of Twenty Minutes Late by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Three: Something to Remember. What a day that was for the woods! What a delicious piney, nutty smell there was to the air! Caroline Bryant stood just at the edge of the woodlot and looked over on the distant hills, on the tall trees in their autumn dress of many colors, up to the blue sky took long draughts of air into her lungs and said oh how beautiful everything is i wish we could come oftener i wish mother was here let us come next week ben and get mother to come along how she would like this view of the hills but they didn't come next week it was a day to remember for many reasons long afterwards the sights and sounds and smells belonging to the woods gave to both caroline and ben bryant peculiar sensations one episode to remember happened about the middle of the afternoon the nutting party had worked industriously for several hours had roved through the woods gathering other treasures than nuts had found a sunny slope where only trees enough stood to make it pleasant for a camping ground that bright day and had spread out their dinner of bread and butter cold meat rice pudding with raisins in it, and a cake which Fanny Kedwin had assured them was really pound cake, made by her mother for this occasion. Never lunch tasted better than did this. When Daisy, rummaging in the basket, brought out a lovely little tart apiece, Mrs. Bryant's surprise for them, their satisfaction reached its climax it was after they had all agreed that it would not be possible to take home any more nuts than were gathered that they resolved on following the merry little brook which gurgled through the edge of the woods a little further up the stream to see if they could find any late berries they were rewarded not by berries but by the growing beauty of the stream and the wood and mosses and lichens which were more to both caroline and daisy than berries would have been fanny did not share their tastes she admitted that she saw no beauty in the rough-looking lichen and said that the moss had ugly gray streaks through it but the bryant basket was filled with some that had the most streaks of any to the exquisite joy of daisy meantime rufus found a new enjoyment in sailing small boats made of the largest leaves from the trees and seeing them rush down the stream only to make shipwreck on the gnarled trunk of an old tree which lay in the bend of the stream a few rods below come down here he called to the girls and see my boat it is nice here the brook has grown into a river i can't go down any more hills said caroline i believe i am tired and she threw herself upon the bank i am tired too fanny said dropping beside her and i don't want to see any old boat either rufus is just wild over the water if it were the ocean there would be some sense in it but a little brook i am tired of don't go down there daisy called out caroline as the little girl was taking careful steps down the hill in answer to rufus's call she stopped at caroline's word but looked wistfully down on the bright stream that had become almost a river she was fond of water i would not go dear i am too tired to go another step and it looks there as though the water was deep nonsense said rufus 
who had come halfway up the bank to see why his call was not answered and heard the words if you and fanny are too lazy to come that is no reason why daisy should not see the fish they are darting about there like anything i have a line and hook in my pocket and i should not wonder if she could catch one let her come line i'll take care of her where's ben he went to cut some canes for us to walk home with do you want very much to go daisy well rufus you keep watch of her won't you she isn't used to water you know course said rufus indifferently there is no danger not the least in the world she couldn't drown herself if she should try i should not like to have her try said caroline with a shiver she would get a wetting at least and take cold then they went down the hill together caroline changed her position to get a view of the little girl established on the bank with a fish line standing very still with a look of intense interest on her face if she should catch a fish what an event it would be there really seemed to be no danger whatever as rufus had said and caroline allowed her mind to wander away from her little sister and only half listened to a long story fanny was telling because her thoughts went forward to that city home which she so longed to visit and for the hundredth time she began to picture to herself the delights that would have been hers if she had gone suddenly a faint little scream made her turn quickly in that direction rufus was nowhere to be seen and the brown head of the little fisher was trying to struggle up from the water with a few great bounds caroline bryant was at the foot of the hill followed by the frightened fanny for mercy's sake what has happened she called then taking in the situation she added her cry to the excitement rufus oh rufus where are you daisy is drowning it really seemed as though she were rufus had been mistaken when he said she could not drown if she tried nothing would have been easier for a frightened little girl who could not stand on the slippery stones caroline waited for no rufus gave no thought to herself nor indeed to what was best to be done but made a spring into the swift flowing water and grasped for her sister's dress but the stream was deep at that point and the current swift and caroline unused to the water the utmost she could do was to grasp the branch of a fallen tree which hung low over the brook and hold to it with one hand while she held daisy firmly under the other arm as for fanny kedwin her screams did good service rufus appeared at last from behind a tree further down the road but not before ben bryant had come with great bounds throwing off his jacket as he ran and by the time rufus pale and ashamed had reached the water's edge ben had daisy in his arms and was calling out give line your hand quick i don't want his hand said caroline marching proudly out of the stream and up the hill the water dripping from her clothes where is daisy give her to me oh ben is she hurt not a bit said ben cheerfully though his usually ruddy cheeks were pale and he held his limp little sister in a very close embrace having already seized his coat and wrapped it around her she will be all right as soon as she can have something dry on how shall we manage it line give her to me 
said caroline holding out her arms gather some sticks and start a fire as soon as you can i must get her clothes off and dry them what can i wrap her in while they are drying if my clothes were not wet here said rufus stripping off his jacket in haste put this around her it will help some oh line i am so sorry i didn't think there was the least danger of her tumbling in i had just gone a little way up the road to hunt a squirrel i saw go by i can't imagine how it happened the fish-pole slipped into the water explained the quivering lips of daisy and i tried to get it and then i slipped caroline's first impulse had been to haughtily refuse the jacket but a glance at rufus's troubled face together with a warning look from ben saved her from this bit of rudeness besides the jacket was a thick one and added quite a little to daisy's comfort in a very short space of time a fire was burning brightly and a fireplace of stones hastily set up a sheltered spot having been found both boys worked with a will what shall we do for a match ben asked pausing in dismay just as the fire was ready to be lighted i have one said rufus producing a tin box filled with those useful articles ben bent over with a grave face he was glad to have the match but the fact that rufus had them in his pocket made him think of the news he had heard but the day before that rufus was learning to smoke work went forward rapidly now fanny kedwin not to be behind the others in her quick-witted helpfulness went behind the branches of a gnarled tree and slipped off a bright red flannel petticoat which she proposed should enwrap the little drowned maiden while her clothes were being dried this with the addition of rufus's jacket which was not so large nor so wet as ben's soon made for her a picturesque costume her own garments meanwhile were hung upon sticks hastily cut and driven into the ground about the fire it was really a pretty sight when all was done and the spirits of the boys rose rapidly even fanny declared that since no one was hurt it was great fun but daisy was very quiet the chill of the water was too recent upon her shrinking flesh and her terror had been too real to rally so rapidly she found opportunity for a word in private with caroline who would not allow her out of her sight line dear i want to ask you something before you came down to the water i thought nobody saw me and i thought i should drown and i did not want to i felt afraid of course you did not want to drown darling said line giving her some vigorous kisses and hugging her closer line was a naughty sister to let you go down there with that heedless boy i will never trust you with him again if he lives to be a hundred oh line he didn't mean to do any harm he thought i knew enough to stand still on the bank but i did not think i would be afraid to drown don't said caroline almost sharply shivering as though a north wind had struck her i cannot bear to hear you talk about it of course you would be afraid to drown it's not natural for little girls to feel any other way but little girls die said daisy thoughtfully you shall not declared caroline with another embrace that was almost fierce 
daisy gave over any further attempt to get any knowledge on this subject from caroline and decided it was not wise to talk to her about such things a little later in the day when the brisk fire and brisk wind had done their duty with the wet clothes and daisy was arrayed in her own garments once more they would be as good as new if they had only been ironed line told her daisy sought a convenient moment to slip her hand into ben's and draw him aside to say ben i want to ask you something and i don't want the others to hear because they do not seem to understand when i was down there in the water and no one came for just a little minute it seemed longer than that you know i thought you could not hear me and would never come and i should drown to death i was afraid and did not want to line says of course not that little girls always feel so but little girls die i do not want to be afraid to die i did not think i would be ben why do you think jesus let me feel so ben's nerves were stronger than caroline's he controlled the inward shudder and only pressed the small dear hand closer as he said after a thoughtful moment little daisy i do not understand these things very well i have had no chance to study them and i may teach you wrong but i will tell you how it seems to me you did not drown you know oh no said daisy gratefully line came very quick and so did you but i thought i was going to but jesus knew you were not going to daisy and that is the reason he did not come to whisper to you not to be afraid that he was going to take you home to heaven if the time had come for you to go i do not think you would have been afraid do you understand what i mean a radiant smile broke over the grave little face oh yes i do she said eagerly you mean he did not make me want to die because he did not mean to let me die yet and it was so i would not be disappointed when you brought me back you know he is very thoughtful of little girls yes said ben then bent down and kissed the fair face which was paler than usual this afternoon and thought how easily she took up his half-expressed notion and made it clear for him and thought also that he was very good to the brothers of little girls for how could they have lived without daisy End of chapter three